This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Uh, we played this. I mean, this is agonizing. It's it's honestly agonizing. But there's a really good follow up that makes it less agonizing. So we thought we'd bring it back today. There, oh. there's an inconvenient sequel is coming out. Uh, it's what have we done as a society to, to deserve, deserve this? this? I, I don't know, Stu. I don't, I don't know. know. I guess he's going to tell us, right? This an inconvenient sequel. Truth to power. Oh, good golly. Listen to the lies, and then hang on, because there'll be some response. It's supposed to be 70 degrees today. It's freezing here. Speaking of global warming, where is we need some global warming? It's freezing. I don't know why they use that. That's actually... Yeah, and he's the also joking. Yeah, right. In the movie, an truth Look at that. Oh, can you stop for a second? Yeah, all right. Hey, stop for a second. Here we go. Here we go. Because <laughs> we're never going to get through this. But, the uh, freaking ice block they used is from the day after tomorrow. It's is that the same one? It's a huge styrofoam block. It's not even an actual ice flow. Now, I know that's, that is absolutely true in the original Inconvenient Truth. I You're saying it looks I like the same th- one? I think that's the same stinking one. I think he had the audacity to did. do it again. Why not? As you're about to hear, That's why wouldn't unreal. he? Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't he do it All again? Right, let's see the rest. We'll try to get through it. Criticized scene in the movie An Inconvenient Look at Truth that. was showing real. that the combination of <laughs> sea level rise flooding. and storm surge would flood the 9-11 memorial site. And people said, what a terrible exaggeration. That's not even Hurricane true. Hurricane slammed into New York City last night, flooding the World Trade Center site. This is storm gets stronger and insane. more destructive. Watch the water splash off the city. This is global What warming. would happen to water normally? Under normal conditions, it doesn't splash. Not off cities like that. This, to me, is the most exciting Not new off cities like that, Pat. We're seeing a tremendous <laughs> amount of positive change. The basis is there, but it's still not enough. But, but, climate change conference in Paris. Still some really tough negotiations going on. What would it take to shift to renewables? I'm talking about breaking the impasse. Virtually every nation in the entire world agreed to get to zero greenhouse emissions. It is unprecedented. It's time to put America first. That includes a promise to cancel billions in climate change spending. Thank you. Our plan <laughs> will end the EPA. Oh, boy. The next generation would be justified in looking back at us and asking, what were you thinking? Couldn't you hear what the scientists were saying? Couldn't you hear what Mother Nature was screaming at you? 
This movement is in the tradition of every great movement that has advanced humankind. So insane. We're going to recognize it's just it. We don't want to discuss it. It is right to save humanity. It is wrong to pollute this earth. It is right to give hope to the future generation. There's so much here. How do oh you even? I, I don't there's know how. So much here. I mean, there's so much don't there. Don't let anybody tell you that we're going to get on rocket ships and live on Mars. What? Why do this they... is our home. That's a dig at, uh, at uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Good gosh. He takes on Trump wow. there, who's joking in the first place. Yeah. Now, at the end, he's serious. He's talking about rolling back climate change mm-hmm. legislation. It's because it's asinine. Um, it, I mean, <sighs> just he acts as if there's never been a flood or a drought or a storm on this planet until recently. It's just, and then he, he actually has the audacity to use, again, the phrase, more intense and more frequent storms, when, since the first one came out in 2005, what is the total of major hurricanes making landfall in the United States of America? The, the sum total. Since 2005, till, till today. I mean, there was one recently, right? Major hurricane? Oh, major. What was the one? Major hurricane. I'm talking a three or above. Major hurricane. I mean, we name every single Carry hurricane the storm the answer that is, is named from the zero. weather. Is it zero There are still? none. <laughs> there have been no major hurricane. And, and only a few minor hurricanes yeah, have, hit right have made landfall. I mean, maybe three or four in 12 years. I think that was the deal with the last one that you're thinking of, too. It was major in the In the in, water, in the but then it wasn't when it hit. Well, it yeah. was major, I think, when it hit um, maybe Cuba or the Haiti or somebody. I, I it doesn't matter. It, it, right, okay, to make sure. American it, landfall, right. to make the United States mainland, it just hasn't happened. And what, what's important about that, uh, of course, And is, he's still making the claim! Right. <laughs> and that was on the poster. Of yeah. an inconvenience, yes. right? Because right. it had just you just had uh, Wilma and Rita and uh, Katrina. So it was believable. Then. It was believable. I mean, then. It, he kind of made it scary then because mm-hmm. we had just been hit by Florida had been hit by four oh, of them. It was a long three or four years, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Florida ended. had been hit by one after another, and then New Orleans got it, yep. and then uh, Louisiana and Texas got it with with um, Rita, but um, then there was nothing. You know why? Because this goes in cycles. That's what? why. Um, and sometimes the conditions are right. And, you know, uh, El Nino also affects this. The currents affect this. I, there's so oh, many yeah. factors that go into and this. And El Nino is the reason why it was warmer last year than it had been since 1998. It, was, right. it, it finally hit that level again because of a very strong El Nino. However, you go back and you look at, uh, at this... It, it's a very typical. So was that the pattern. first year we had warming again since ninety eight? Yeah, it was. It was within the margin of error, but it was. It was a very. I think it was a slight, you know, point zero three degrees warmer than nineteen. Because there had been like a pause in warming. Yeah, but I mean, it's still. It still hasn't increased off of that. And again, right. it dropped. It dropped mm. after. It's dropped this year so far. So Jeez. we'll see. I mean, and the point is, of course, not yeah. not the, whether it's warmed. It's the cause, right? right? I yes. Mean, that's exactly. the huge debate here. Um, so And whether it's catastrophic, right. no matter what's causing it. And the rules of this debate are important. The way that Al Gore utilizes them is, what is the thing that you remember recently that was bad 
let me blame that on global warming. And so in, 2000, in 2006, it was Hurricane Katrina and Wilma. And so he, he emphasized mm-hmm. the hurricane stuff. Now it's Hurricane Sandy or Superstorm Sandy, as it was not a, it turned, it was not a hurricane. No. It, what, it, it was a hurricane and it wasn't, then it turned storm. back into it. Yeah, it was bizarre. So. Um, however, it caused a lot of damage in a big city. Yeah. So he utilizes the claim, and this is the one to make, uh, to, to, uh, to, that we're going to address here. Um, as we as we look at that claim, because it's the first because one he, he makes, and it's his lead oh, argument for man. why he was right, and it's important to understand the basis behind it. Um, and he, in in the uh, the uh, trailer there, he says there's a thing that says make your voice heard, which I thought was amazing because here's a guy who's constantly telling climate d- uh, skeptics that they can't make their voice heard. Right. He wants That's the voice point. heard That's a really good point. only right. of people who agree mm. with him. Yeah. So he's hoping that people that are watching it are agreeing. And however, we, we don't. We don't agree. And so we're going to make our voice heard. Uh, let's watch. This is from the wonderful world of Stu taking on that specific claim. Watch. The sky is falling. You know the chickens that believe that in the story get eaten? Yet the environmental belief of a falling sky due to our SUVs has become sacrosanct in our society. Question it and become the equivalent of a Holocaust denier. The main chicken predicting the falling sky is none other than Al Gore, a man who has been a complete liar every second of his life for at least as long as I've known he's existed. When you lie a lot and get caught a lot, you tend to find justifications for your behavior. And Gore has been doing that quite a lot. Recently, he's come to claim that his scare tactics from his B-level horror film, An Inconvenient Truth, have been vindicated. If he wanted to do a monologue about every time we caught Al Gore lying, this would not be a -a once-a-week show. It would be multiple, simultaneous, live, 24-7 networks. But this particular lie is so supernaturally disingenuous, the architecture must be highlighted. What Gore has been talking about is Superstorm Sandy, a storm so super it wasn't really a hurricane anymore before it hit the East Coast. The storm caused upwards of 70 billion in damages, not because of its strength, but because of where it hit, New York City. You know, the place that contains the low-lying island where we store most of our tall buildings. Let me paint the horrifying picture for you. In less than an hour, a 13-foot storm surge deluged the city, swallowing everything below Canal Street. The battery was particularly devastated. Docks were destroyed and ships were swept onto streets. Further uptown, a bridge that connected Harlem towards Island was washed away, and somewhere in Chinatown, the East River likely met the Hudson. Oh, actually, sorry, that that wasn't about Sandy at all. It was a story about the great New York storm of 1821, long before there were SUVs. Gore's reaction to Sandy was less mourning for the victims and more celebrating his own brilliance. Not incidentally, you have to be a special kind of douche to use human tragedy to prove yourself right. And that's why Al Gore is a vaunted member of the Douche Hall of Fame. Douche Hall of Fame. Here's what he said. The single most common criticism from skeptics when the film came out focused on the animation showing ocean water flowing into the World Trade Center memorial site. Skeptics called that demagogic and absurd and irresponsible. It happened last October 29th, years ahead of schedule. 
Over the past few years, Gore has peppered his mindless followers with version after version of these comments, all with the same story. In an inconvenient truth, I predicted New York City would be underwater. Superstorm Sandy proved me right. And since it happened sooner than I predicted, global warming is even worse than I've been telling you. We are totally screwed. As you might imagine, the kind of person who shows up to see Al Gore speak eats this up without any challenge. Gore knows this, of course, which is the only reason he even attempts it. Because anyone who actually bothered to watch his movie would know he was lying. It's true that Gore predicted the flooding of New York. Here's the clip. This is the World Trade Center memorial site. And after the horrible events of 9-11, we said never again. But this is what would happen to Manhattan. They can measure this precisely, just as the scientists could predict precisely how much water would breach the levees in New Orleans. The area where the World Trade Center Memorial is to be located would be underwater. Did I mention that you have to be a special kind of douche to use human tragedy to prove yourself right? And that's why Gore is a vaunted member of the Douche Hall of Fame. Douche Hall of Fame. Gore's tactic of using 9-11 to scare people about the weather is tasteless to an almost inhuman level. But hey, he did predict that New York would flood, right? With a prediction like this, there are three elements we need to focus on. The what, which was the flood in this case. We'll look more at that in a second. Then the when. He admits himself that he was wrong on that. Most importantly, though, is the why. Why did he say New York was going to flood? Amazingly, he tells us the why and proves himself a liar in his own movie. Watch. If Greenland broke up and melted, or if half of Greenland and half of West Antarctica broke up and melted, this is what would happen. So why was New York going to flood? Not because of a storm of any sort, because of a breaking up and melting of all of Greenland and or West Antarctica. Can we get an overhead? Is there any ice left on Greenland or West Antarctica? Weird! It seems like there is. What Gore predicted was a global 20-foot sea level rise caused by global warming-induced complete melting of the Greenland ice shelf. When he said that, even his scary source material, the United Nations IPCC report, was predicting about 11 inches of sea level rise, not 20 feet. At the time, they only had, quote, medium confidence of, quote, partial melting of Greenland over, quote, a period of time ranging from centuries to millennia. And even if all of that happened, it would only be half of what Gore was predicting. When he said he predicted the flood, he's lying about that too. What he predicted was not a temporary flood, but a permanent one. One week after Hurricane Sandy, about 600,000 people in the United States still didn't have power. That surely sucked big time. But in Gore's prediction, 100 million people would be displaced from their homes permanently, never to return. Where do I get that fact? In his movie, more precisely, the exact sentence directly before the clip of the movie he wants people to watch. 
Think of the impact of a couple hundred thousand refugees when they're displaced by an environmental event. And then imagine the impact of a hundred million or more. Think about the balls of this guy for a second. It's not like you'd have to check complicated hurricane studies to prove he is lying. It's not even like you'd have to look in another part of his movie. It's amazing. This guy is directing people to his movie to prove his prediction is correct when he knows that the previous 70 seconds of footage proves him to be a liar. And he is so sure that his audience is a bunch of blind, mindless followers and will believe anything he says without double checking that he does it anyway, over and over and over again, speech after speech after speech. And the worst part is he's right. They applaud like a bunch of lemmings and go home and feel wonderful about themselves and their wonderful levels of purity and service. So to sadly, sadly, pathetically review, Gore is lying about being right about predicting flooding in New York. The evidence is his own words in his own movie. And did I mention Al Gore is a vaunted member of the douche Hall of Fame? I actually it's had, a great case, Stu. It's, it's, I'm so it's glad you did that because I, I haven't seen anybody else address that. That particular uh, Al Gore Y, which is outrageous. It's despicable. He is such a charlatan. And then you wonder why we call this thing a hoax. Is it a hoax that, that there's been 0.9 degrees of warming? No, that's true. But the hoax is how catastrophic it is, that it's causing all these problems, that it continues to go up out of control. None of those things are happening. I mean, what is happening on Earth has always happened on Earth, as you pointed to with the 1821 flood of Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I, and that one didn't cost us $70 billion because no. we didn't have all the nice skyscrapers we now have because of the policies Al Gore is asking you to reverse. I, I mean, the reason we have this wealth is because of the capitalism he's trying to stop as yeah. his solution to global warming. And that's the real problem here. It's, you know, you could talk about because they always bring this back to science as if you're saying, well, no, it didn't. It has not warmed 0.9 degrees. It has not. That's not what anybody's saying. The mm-hmm. point is, like, there's so many steps to this, but it starts only with the science. It starts with the, with the, uh, with <clears> the <throat> impact. But it goes to what does that mean? How bad is it? Can yeah. we reverse it? Yeah. And what should we do to reverse it? And, and it, what is really causing it? I mean, and what really, and that's the central argument, right? Yeah. I mean, and it's because you can sit here and, and we've we've played these clips before with people like Roy Spencer, who will say, like, look, if you the ninety-seven percent consensus, well, if you define it the way he's defining it, I'm in that group. He's he's a skeptical scientist, but they yes, there are some areas they agree on here. So that's what when they say consensus, there's some consensus around some of these issues. However, these big ones are totally different than that. And they like to, you know, just brush that to the side. And this guy is such a coward, such an unbelievable coward and has such conviction in what he's saying that he won't come on with anybody who disagrees with him. Uh, I I challenge this douche to come on our show and and sell his slop to us. Do it, Al. We'd love to see it. My sister-in-law just had a baby boy, uh, and that's great news. But with that great news comes a lot of cost. Uh, And she works in the medical industry, so, you know, you can guess her student loans are gigantic. These things can completely wipe you out if you don't get a handle on them. How do you do that? Credible.com. Credible is a private online marketplace of lenders. 
It's simple. You just go there, answer a few questions, and right away, you get real rates, not ranges of rates, from multiple lenders competing to refi your student loans at historically low rates. Your data is secure. It's not going to affect your credit. And thankfully, you will not get spammed. Credible saves the average student almost $19,000. 19 grand for a new car. Take a great vacation every year. Why not try it? For a limited time, Blaze listeners get an extra $200 when they refi with Credible. Go to Credible.com slash Blaze. Credible.com slash Blaze. It's Credible.com slash Blaze.